Hello. And welcome to, welcome, good morning, and welcome to Beauty and Business. I thank you so much for, for taking the time to speak with us. And I really, I'm very excited about this issue because we've had so many um, misunderstandings, a lot of myths around tattooing and microblading and, and all the different types of um, microblading, all the different um, techniques and, and so on and so on. And I wanted to bring you, because you are an expert in this area, you also are a student of um, of mine and you are studying uh, the natural brow restoration and design system. But you've actually been doing tattooing and microblading for uh, how many years now? Almost 10 years. Right. So that's a very long time. And so um, you would have done quite a number of brows by now. Yeah. Right, fantastic. Okay, and um, I, I know when we met in Texas this year, and we sat and we we spoke about um, why you actually came aboard and um, wanted to do the natural brow restoration design system, and you spoke about this. Um, we spoke about it extensively, and I'm going to ask you very soon to explain that to our audience because I think it's really, really important that they understand. You know, something. This information is actually coming from an expert, someone that's been doing this work for so long. Um, but first of all, I also know that you've done an enormous amount of training. Like it's not like you've done one training course in tattooing. You've done quite a number with some of the world's leading uh, trainers. So could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, well, basically what I've been doing for the last 10 years, um, I've been trying to find a better ways to help my clients to achieve something natural. And I started with permanent makeup. Uh, it was a great experience. And then microblading um, appeared. And uh, I've been trying to find new masters to keep on improving my technique and trying to help more my clients. And I, I think it, it has worked for permanent makeup. But um, when I found you, the history completely changed for, for my career. Um, and it has been a big investment, but at the end of the day, for the uh, permanent makeup and for the microblading, I end up doing the same things, tattooing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when you when you actually came and you you found us and and began and I remember actually speaking with you and you've even trained in microblading you've even done that you're not doing that anymore but you even were pursuing that because you really are very highly skilled and um, but when I found you you were prepared to even give that up to actually step in and become a licensee with us and to do the natural brow restoration and design system so what what actually moved you away from from really having a long-standing career and expertise in tattooing, microblading and other techniques and then coming into restoration. I mean, what was the what was the the one thing that really shifted you across where you thought, "No, I'm not doing. I don't want to do that for women anymore. I want to do something something else." What 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 was that? Do you want to share with us what what that was for you? Yeah, of course. I'd love to. Um, I feel that I've been fighting the eyebrows for the last um, years. Um, I have clients that get to me and they and they ask or they want something that is not for them. They bring pictures of famous actresses or artists and and they want to fight their own eyebrows. 
And when I found you guys, I fell in love with the way you work with your with the eyebrow. And I am I, I am in love with your system. Um, I wanted to give up fighting. That's that's what I wanted to change. It's so beautiful. I just you know on so many levels. That's just so beautiful what you're saying. And and I think that um, what I find really beautiful is that. Um, it is true, you know, whenever you're actually going against what is actually really natural and what you can achieve naturally, um, there is a, an element of imposing, I always say that, you know, with all of our girls when, when they're first beginning, um, you know, it's like imposing something upon someone. And, and what we're actually doing when we're working with the brow, any, but especially with the brow, in fact, especially with the brow in a woman's face, is we are working with her beauty entirely. We're not just working with the brow. The brow has the absolute capacity to um, influence in an incredibly large way a woman's entire appearance, her beauty. So when you're, when you're actually just imposing something upon her, that's what I'm hearing you say, it feels uncomfortable. Um, and, and I think that that comes with the maturity in the, in, in the artist too, in the actual um, uh, in the professional, the beauty professional, uh, when they start to actually look at what they're doing and really start to question it and go, hang on a minute, you know, am I doing the very best I can for this particular person? You know, is this the very best? And I think, Nuri, with you, what happened is you you started to see that there was more. You didn't know it. You didn't know it all, and you really wanted to. So that's that was my, you know, what I actually got from you, and the willingness and the the, the beauty of your willingness. To, to, to drop down, you know, something that, put something down that you had worked so hard for, built an entire career on, and to have honesty come in and for you to say, well, hang on a minute, maybe, maybe I'm not doing the very best and that you were willing to change your compass. For me, that impressed me. I can't tell you how much. I, I couldn't believe it, actually. I kind of thought, wow, is that really happening? <laughs> and it was true. And in meeting you, and, and the beauty of you and how soft and how beautiful you are and, and how prepared to actually, you know, really step in and, and, and do that, um, I'm, I'm really not surprised. So let's educate our, our audience a little bit more today. Let's talk about uh, some, I mean, one of the, the biggest things that I've just heard you say is that you were really not, you were fighting with the brow, you were fighting with women's beauty rather than actually developing their beauty, learning and understanding and having the knowledge on how to develop the brow into what it could be its fullest potential really and understand that skill but what are some of the other things that you found with tattooing and microblading there's a lot of myths that are going around and unfortunately there are now a numerous number of trainers that are training um, you know extensively and um, it's a very profitable business training in you know whether it's microblading or anything really for some people if that's their highest priority that's all they really care about um, and so, you know, they do very, you know, the courses can often be extremely short um, and and there you go, then people are going out there, you know, tra you know people, beauty professionals uh, are going out there actually doing this work on, on women's brows. So what is something else that you really feel passionate about that you would love to share with our audience um, when it comes to microblading that they can give to, you know, the, the honest advice and the honest information that they can actually give to the client uh, before she makes a decision to do such a service? Um, well, first of all, before you think about permanent makeup, I think 
um, there's something else to do. I think permanent makeup or microblading, which is basically the same, um, it's, a, it's a big decision. And sometimes we don't think about that. Sometimes we say, okay, it will fade and I will come back and do the retouch once a year. But um, I just want my, my clients to understand that if you keep on damaging your skin, because that's what we're doing, we're cutting the skin, we're slicing the skin, once a year, for the next 10 years, just imagine how your skin will be. Mm. And most of the times we don't think about that. Yes, and I think it that is, the, yes, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 we don't think about that. We only think about, okay, I will get microblading and my eyebrows will, will look good. Um, and, and that's it. Mm. We don't think ahead. Mm. And within time, trust me, the, the hair follicle gets damaged. Your skin gets damaged. Sometimes if the artist was not well trained or if, if the artist has no experience, then they don't know how deep they have to cut. And then it's not a semi-permanent tattoo. Then it becomes a permanent tattoo. And you will be living with that tattoo for eternity like me. I did my eyebrows 10 years ago, and I still have the pigment there. Mm. Yeah. I actually, I remember seeing that because, I, I, as I said, I met you and I, and I noticed that. And, and, and then you're dealing with not only um, the, the, there is the, the, you know, the continuous um, uh, scarring almost to the point where you get to the point where the skin literally, after years and years and years, can be scarred. And if you decide, if you notice it and you decide not to move forward and continue to do it, then you're left with um, a discoloration which you really have to literally live with. You know, that, that's no longer your choice. Like we think that to get microblading or tattooing or semi-permanent, whatever they call it, I mean, there's so many different names. We've got feather stroking. We've got so many different names for it now because everyone's tweaking things and, and renaming, you know, this one um, way of actually um, working with the brow. And, yes, you know, there are tweaks, but whether they're effective enough to actually prevent what we're talking about, I, I don't believe that that's actually a reality for women. Um, you know, then you don't have choice anymore. Then you're left with this particular uh, uh, discoloration. I have seen orange discoloration, like bright orange on um, on a woman. I've seen, you know, blue. I've seen purple. And, and you know, the biggest problem, Yuri, I think, too, is the, the design of these brows. Um, you know, like these girls, are, uh, beauty professionals have very, very low training in brow design when, you know, their technique that they use, the, the workbook guidelines and so on that are being used in the beauty industry are extremely ineffective and, you know, wrong, really. Um, and then they, they go out, they're using measuring tools when they're doing their, their microblading and they're taught their microblading. They're not taught design principles. They're not taught, as you said before, to work with the brow to enhance the woman's beauty. They put, you know, all these different measuring tools on someone's face to actually, you know, almost like put a brow, you know, tattoo a brow on. And, um, and unfortunately, you know, the majority of the shaping is a disaster. So, you know, we've, not only do we have the pigmentation that we're dealing with and uh, that, that, that the woman no longer actually has a choice about what is on her face, 
um, and sometimes she's she's forced to keep going back. And of course, as you're mentioning, then she gets follicle damage, she gets scarring, um, and and so on and so on. So the choice then is removed. So no longer have we got a choice about our beauty. We're just then in we're troubleshooting something that we never really were were to, either not told appropriately or we just didn't, you know, we, we were looking for a quick fix um, and so on. Definitely, L, I think that um, microblading or permanent makeup should be the last resource, like the last thing um, somebody has to think about. Mm. And and one of one of the things, sorry, Nuri, go ahead. You were going to no, say. No, 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 no. Uh, one of the things that um, that the beauty industry is really struggling with, and therefore also the public, because of course we look upon our beauty professionals to be our experts when we're, we're women out in the in the world, is that the brow doesn't grow back, and uh, that's the biggest myth. You know, I mean, there could be one percent of brows that don't grow back um, out of you know a hundred percent of brows. You may have that um, brows, for example, have tiny little spots that might not grow back. Um, or you know over an 18 month period but you know you're finding that your the work that you're doing at the moment is beautiful i mean just just really really beautiful it's almost like it's you know this this has been hiding in you wanting to come out for so long and now it's just like this incredible like i'm loving the work that you're doing the incredible sort of results how are you um, without us giving away what what we teach because of course that's our proprietary information are you finding that your clients brows are actually growing back and uh, and they're you know, what's the response from your clients around the work that you're doing uh, now with the restoration work? They're loving it, and they're so thankful um, that they didn't have to do microblading because um, they're afraid. They're afraid, and once we start talking about the amazing restoration, they fall in love with it, mm, and it has wonderful. been working, yes, amazingly. And, and you know... Clients. That's just beautiful, isn't it? And and what you're really doing is, for me, I know what I did in my career, is I developed an incredible trust and loyalty with my clients because I wasn't just giving them, uh, you know, like I just didn't go in and just say, right, okay, well, I'm going to just do brow extensions or I'm going to do tattooing. I was giving them the real thing. Like I was actually giving them something that other people weren't giving them. So it became this... This, this level of trust and loyalty that I really uh, it just amazed me and of course that really supported the rest of my, my beauty uh, business because I did many other things in my business as well. Um, uh, there's another thing that I wanted, I wanted to share actually and I find that you know I often um, or sometimes, not often even, but sometimes even, even our own um, students um, sometimes feel this pressure from uh, the, the clients to or not so much from the cut from the marketplace, thinking that they've got to go and do tattooing. Oh well, I have to do it because if I don't do it, I'm going to miss out. And for me, it's kind of like you're telling us the opposite. You're saying, well, actually, in fact, drop the tattooing and and find the niche, find the very thing your clients really, really love and really want, and give them that. 
And and that amazes me because, you know, for me, I've never ever been the sort of uh, business um, owner that has been driven by the marketplace. I mean, I never would have done what I did with eyebrows or, or created the natural brow restoration and design system if I was driven by the marketplace. I really um, always was outside of the, on the cutting edges of, of what the marketplace was um, looking for and then really found the women that were looking for what I was offering. Um, and I never sort of moved in a way where fear ever sort of moved me. I just, it's just not how I, how I do things. But, um, I can really see that, you know, sometimes it's like, oh gosh, if I don't do that, if I don't do microblading, well, I'm going to lose clients. And to me, it's kind of like you're giving us the opposite version of that. Yes, and it it makes me sad, El, that I um I've seen a lot of people that they're talking about microblading like it's not a tattoo, like it's a very gentle procedure that it will fade eventually, and eighty percent of the time it doesn't fade, and it's a tattoo, and people have to understand that once you are opening the skin, and once you are putting pigment. It becomes a tattoo. Even if you use a blade, even if you use a machine, a tattoo machine, it's a tattoo. So we have to be very careful with that, and we have to educate our clients to understand that microblading is, is a way of tattooing. And, and I think that there's, a, there's just, it all comes back again to honesty and not, not being afraid. And, I mean, if you really learn a skill like with the natural bar restoration and design system, and you bring that into your salon and you make that your niche, you don't have to worry about the women that are wanting tattooing because or microblading because they're going to find the people that are going to do it for them. And ultimately, they're going to come to you, to us, as they do. So many of them now, our students are seeing so many of them coming in and begging for us and for them to help them. And a lot of the time, we definitely can, but the process is it's, in, it's almost an, impossible at some times because of the damage, because we can't go changing what the skin looks like. We cannot remove the pigment that is staining the skin, like the orange or the purple or the blue. or We can't do that. So we're, we're, we're now trying to troubleshoot to fix something that, and this is, uh, this is work that was done a long time ago, so what's, what's happening now, the work that's happening now, which is just like an epidemic, I mean, you know, what are we going to be dealing with, Nuri, in, in five years' time, two years' time, when these girls are going to be just, and the, the younger girls even, you know, what is it going to be like for them when they're getting tattoos at 21 and 22 and they're going to be 30 and they're going to have to continuously be tattooing over and over? I mean, what is their beauty going to be like? It's actually really... It's quite, a, it's quite disturbing for me, and, um, and that's why I've really made it my commitment to educate the public with as many experts as I possibly can, and also to educate the industry, because I know that a lot of the trainers are saying things that are not 100% accurate. This is where our poor industry are really, and I hate to look at our industry as being a victim of anything, because I don't really see the world like that, but if we don't research it enough, if we don't go to the people that are going to tell us the absolute truth, we can make even business decisions and career decisions that, you know, just seriously is, it can be detrimental to our business and to the loyalty that our clients have to us. Because at some point, the client's going to realize they've got a stain on their, on their, on their face. They're going to realize that 
their shape wasn't, you know, what exactly they were expecting. Um, and they're going to realize they have to continue to do this over and over and over and that it, and it can be affecting their skin. So, you know, it's, um, it's, it's quite a, quite a challenge. And, um, are you finding that you're, you were saying before that the, your clients are delighted that you can restore their brows. So, so for you, it's kind of, as I said, it's kind of the opposite, isn't it? Yes, completely the opposite. And I, and I love it because they, they, since I've been doing tattoos, they find me because they want a tattoo. And then I start talking bad things about tattooing. Like, you know, I have I had my eyebrows done and look at my eyebrows. And I can offer you the, the this amazing system. And and they fall in love. They fall in love with it. Mm. And like, I think, wow, there's yeah. another option. Wow, amazing. Yes, mm. I want to try that. Yeah. And you know what I think? I think, Yuri, it's your love for the systems. That it's your love for the restoration that they're picking up on. It's your commitment to it. It's it's you saying, you know, look, this is the consequence. You know, you're showing them the consequence of your own brow. You're saying, this is the consequence. Please don't be fooled. I want to be honest with you. And I mean, gosh, like for me, my whole heart opens when I hear you. The way you're speaking about the system, I get even excited about it, and I created it. You know, so here I am, and I'm getting all excited. <laughs> and. Um, so I think that I think that's one thing that people really, you know, it's a, it's a very beautiful thing that you're sharing with us because what what I'm hearing is that, you know, our clients are looking to us to inspire them. They're looking to us for honesty, they're looking to us for integrity. And when we do that, when we offer them that and we are like so clear because we've experienced the other like you've done this tattooing and microblading you know work for like 10 years I mean it's like the girls that are starting now what are they going to be like in 10 years they may be very much like you because they've gone through they've done it and they think at the moment that you know they've they've got to be doing it for the marketplace but then you know you're the sort of person that we can speak to and go well you've already been there and you've you've done a full circle you've gone well I wish I hadn't done that I wish I had this back then does that make sense so it's kind of like you know what are even some of our girls going to be like in 10 years time when they think oh I wish I'd never even begun that I wish I'd never even started that um and for me the most powerful business decision a person can make is to find their niche and and if your niche is uh natural brow restoration and design uh, for me, it was enough to build an incredible, extraordinary business. If that is the one thing that you stick to, you don't confuse the marketplace. You don't confuse your clients. You don't confuse your prospects. And there's nothing wrong, and I want to add this, there's nothing wrong with after an 18-month um, uh, working with a, a brow for 12 to 18 months, if there are a few little spots that, for example, are not particularly able to grow in because there is follicle damage that's been caused by mm-hmm. over-tweezing, by incorrect tweezing, by microblading, by tattooing. I mean, we do have that, that problem where there, there may be hairs that are not growing in. And if that client, for example, doesn't want to dab a little bit of shade uh, in that area and they do want to have some microblading, um, I always suggest to my girls, you know, connect with someone that is a microblader that is extremely experienced, like years of experience, that is a dedicated, committed person to, you know, their training like yourself and call them in. Call them into your salon, into your business or, or consult with them and send the client to them and get your client to come back. Um, and I think that, that there is a place for it. 
However, I, I absolutely agree with you. It is definitely not the first point of call. And, and when we say that, you know, 12, 18 months, some therapists think that that means their clients are going to have terrible brows for that long and my clients are not going to wait. Well, that's not true. I've seen some of your work and, of course, the work that I do and the work that some of our students, the majority of our students do, where after one appointment, the brow, you know, two, three, four, the brow is immediately looking amazing. Is Are you finding that? Yes, yes, with one one appointment. Mm. And then all of a sudden there you are, your client is just in love with their brows and then you're proceeding to fill and to keep building that. And in the process, of course, they can do some shading um, to support the restoration and the work in progress, which for me is kind of like if a woman's had her brows absolutely destroyed, um, even by herself, you know, compromised for the last 20 years and all of a sudden she finds someone that can naturally restore them. I mean, that's like a miracle for, for, for her, you know, for most women. It's, it's almost like they can't believe that. So is there anything else, um, Nuri, that you would like to add, that you would like to, and I'm going to use the word worn because it is as strong as that. You know, it really requires that kind of strong language um, that you would like to warn um, beauty professionals about when it comes to tattooing or even the public, anything that you could um, share with us. Is there anything that comes to mind? Yes, I would definitely advise uh, for them to do research to really, really do research and uh, to educate themselves if they, I mean, it's a last resort, but if they really want to do it, please do research. I've seen so many bad works and and I almost cry because I can't help them. I can't fix it. Mm -hmm. There's no way to fix a bad, a bad tattoo. And mm. that's the only thing that I can warn them about. Mm, thank you. And Research. And also, um, the other one other thing is, uh, you know, tattoo removal for the brows is, um, you know, they haven't really found a very effective way to do that. I mean, they, they, some people use saline. Well, do you know anything about that for removal? Yes, um, saline removal. It's um, it's a safe way to remove tattoos, but it's not uh, super effective. It only helps the pigment to fade a little bit, but you still have a bit uh, a stain. It, it doesn't remove the pigment 100%. Okay. Uh -huh. And yeah, that's the only thing. And when, when we're doing the saline, we're damaging the skin. So it ends up being the same. Right, okay. So that's that's a disaster as well, really. And then um, as far as, uh, you know, going and getting, like, people get their tattoos removed, that it's not possible for the brow, is it? Yeah, yeah. Then the, the hair stops growing or you end up with scars. Yeah, removing tattoo right now, uh, it, it's not good. Mm. I haven't seen um, any good result, like something I can trust that, okay, the skin looks good. Mm -mm, no, not mm. yet. Mm. Wow, that's amazing. And, and I think that, gosh, you know, whoever can develop that, um, you know, over the next five to ten years will really have something um, uh, that women are going to be wanting because I think there's going to be millions of women that are going to be wanting tattoo removal, um, begging for it, really. And I know that there already is, but um, it just, with this epidemic at the moment, it's just going to get worse and, and worse. And so I want to recap one thing because this for me is, is probably 
not the most serious, but very serious. We have a lot of young girls now that think that the the to solve the problem of uh, their brows not looking like Cara Delevingne's or Lily Collins, that they're just going to go and get a tattoo. So we're talking about young girls, 21, 22, 23. What we're saying, oh, and actually there's two things here, and I don't want to forget it, so I'm going to try and ask you to remind me, Nuri. One is about the maintenance after you get a tattoo, of course. But the other is that what we mentioned earlier for these younger girls, and, and, and of course this is included for the older, more mature woman or middle, whatever, whatever the age is, middle-aged, um, that they have to go back and continue to redo the tattoo and uh, they will not have a choice if the, the skin stains, which around 80% of the time it does. And then with the redoing and the continual slicing and working with it, doesn't matter what they're using, how they're using it, is a tattoo, um, they have the um, the problem could be that they could have scarring, that they continue to have damaged their hair follicles. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Right. Yes. So right. Okay. So there isn't a safe way of just doing it, and um, you know we're not one hundred percent. Is that like eighty percent is huge? You know, eighty percent is is like so big. It's like mind blowing. You know, we're not talking about oh, it might happen to you. Oh, most of the time it doesn't happen. We're talking about you know it, it will probably the the probability is more than just you know like eighty percent. It will happen to you, right? So that's a very high percentage. And um, and then, of course, a lot of these girls, even women, think that once they get their brows tattooed, well, that's it. They wake up and they've got wake up, makeup every day as they wake up and they're going to look beautiful and fantastic. So that isn't the case, is it? No. No, that isn't the case. Um, and um, since, as I told you um, when we started talking, um, since we're trying to fight the eyebrow. We're creating this uh, complete different shape, new shape, like we're trying to copy a style from a, from an artist. Then they end up having areas with microblading, but not with hair. So they end up coloring the microblading. So what's the, the point, you know? Mm. What, what's the point? Why you invest in microblading if you still need to put makeup on? So in other words, what you're saying is that, you know, when they come to you and when they're going to other um, people, well, not to you now because you're not doing it, but when they go to other people and people are creating these shapes and these designs for them, um, that especially because the color is going to be fading, at, you know, mm -hmm. it's going to be fading, whether it's in six months, you know, it doesn't even matter if it's in three years or it could be in two months or you know, whatever the the time frame, they then need to, of course, be shading over the top of that. So it, it kind of is kind of a crazy kind of idea that you're going to not have to trim, you're not going to have to be shaping, you're not going to have to be doing um, anything with your brows once they've you've had these services, any one of the techniques um, done for you. And the other thing is, of course, that then if you are continuing to shape and uh, the actual natural brow according to the tattoo, you are completely compromising any, uh, you know, you're minimizing the chances of restoration over and over and over and over again and making that process longer because you're just removing what really a, a restoration expert um, would most definitely um, 
be very interested in. And so and the last thing that I, I want to bring up too is a design. I mean, some of the designs that I see, um, really like you said earlier, that it makes you almost want to cry. Well, I, I really can relate to that. I, I'm just, my heart just is just broken. I just, I'm looking at these girls um, with these, you know, dipped brows that are um, microbladed or tattooed or, you know, any any sort of whatever technique they're calling it that they're doing. Um, the design work is absolutely atrocious for the woman's beauty. All you see is these big blocky, you know, brows a lot of the time. Um, uh, or even if they're fine, but they just they just don't have the design principles that are required to do something extraordinary. Um, it's just devastating, and um, and and you know it's it's not something. I think what what has to be understood by beauty professionals, it's not something that your clients, after years and years of coming to you and having this damage to their to their beauty, uh, are going to be trusting or elevating you in in your career around that. You know they're not going to be saying, oh well, you know she didn't know any better. I mean you're the expert. You have to know better. You know that's your job. I mean, your job is to give them the absolute ultimate, um, uh, you know, result for their beauty. And and if and if that's not happening, and then you know their skin staining, their skin may be scarring, they've got pigment. Um, I mean, you know, it's just it's just not a solution. And um, it's just been a joy chatting with you today. I I adored meeting you. I mean, I adored talking, speaking with you the first time that we spoke. But to actually get to meet you was such a joy for me. I I love your your openness, your honesty, your willingness to give up something that uh, uh, just for something that's better and something that's tr- more true and that you can see the value in. I mean, that is a really um, wonderful, wonderful quality, and it's rare in this world. And I really want to um, let you know that I just, I, I adore you. I think you're just absolutely beautiful. And um, and thank you so much for giving the industry your time today to share with them your ten-year experience, it's a long time, um, with these techniques, and that you know you're, you're helping us. Not, not so that we can, you know, get everyone to do restoration. This is, this is actually a heartfelt um, issue. This is for people in the industry and for people in the, the public, because we will be sharing this everywhere, to just get their facts right. You know, just to, just to give themselves and their businesses a chance to do what's true, not what the marketplace is forcing upon them and trainers that are just, you know, um, haven't really done hardly any. Uh, work themselves going out there and training or, or just let's give them everything they need and then that they can come back and go, well, you know, look, I, this is my opinion. I believe this. And we want to hear opinions. We're not, we don't want to be right. We just want to open this up so that we're doing the very best for our beautiful industry and for our clients and for the beauty of this planet. You know, because if we've got all these tattooed women walking around, it's just going <laughs> to... It's kind of like, come on. Um, you know, we really, we, you know, this really is a, um, an issue of, uh, and, and a, and a, a venture of love, really. And, uh, to, to just get the word out there and for people to really know and understand everything about what yeah, really. I'm so happy. I'm so happy people can listen to this. It, it makes me super, super happy. 
Yes, and I think we're going to talk about it more. You know, I'm really looking forward to educating the public um, extensively, and I'm going to get you to come up on board as one of our special guests. I'm really looking forward to that. So I really have loved our time together, and I think that so many of um, so many beauty professionals out there, um, and, and I, you know, I speak to them, and, and they contact me, and they don't want to do microblading. You know, they're looking for. So, you know, tell me what else can I do? I'm really going to love this. And I even think a lot of them that have begun doing it or have even trained in it will be questioning and, and maybe hopefully they can be asking us some questions so that we can help them and, uh, and we can continue to, to change the world of brows um, and uh, for the better around the world. Thank you, Nuri, so much for your time. You're an angel and I, um, I've loved our time together and I look forward to chatting with you again very soon. Thank you, Elle. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you, everybody. And uh, we'll be back again with another beauty and business issue uh, next week and uh, we look forward to to sharing uh, information with you and education and uh, inspiration so that we can continue to, to be a part of this, to be proud of being part of this beautiful industry of ours. Thank you, everyone. Take care now.